G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. I tell you every year that the ninth of Av comes around, it's like the Jewish people hold their breath and thinking, yeah. what's going to happen this year? So they're kind of having to deal with the understanding that throughout their history there has been attempt after attempt to wipe them out. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. There are annual feasts and celebrations within the Jewish calendar. Some of them are solemn and serious. Some are very joyful and celebratory. Some are mandatory and some are historical. Now, in this program, we're going to learn about a historical remembrance that takes place on the 9th of Av, which is called Tisha B'Av, and find out why it's so important to Jews all around the world. Yeah, there are some, you know, there are some days where you kind of go, oh, an anniversary is coming up. You know, a lot of people, when they have um, an anniversary of the death of a loved one, they dread that day mm. coming because of the, the memories and the, the sadness that comes with it. Yeah. And Tisha of the 9th of Av, is a day of incredible sadness within the Jewish calendar. Again, as you said, Jews all around the world, this is, you can't really call this a celebration. Like all of the other mm. feasts. It's, it's more of a commemoration, isn't it? It is a commemoration. It's a day of remembrance. And um, there are uh, quite a few days of remembrance within the Jewish calendar. This one is particularly solemn, this day of remembrance. Uh, and it's a day where the Jewish people reflect on what has happened in their past. More than any other people, they've mm. had event after event after event after event that has been sad. And if quite a few of them have fallen on this particular date, which is quite bizarre it's, in some It is respects. actually, you'd almost say spooky if you mm. were superstitious. You would kind of think that. But let me just give you a few things uh, uh, that have happened on this particular date, the 9th of Av, Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'Av, the simple, means ninth day of the month of Av, which is one of the months in the Jewish calendar. Now, on the 9th of Av... Uh, that is the date that King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon destroyed Solomon's temple in the year 586 BC. That's the first thing. The 9th of Av is the date that Titus Vespasian of Rome destroyed Herod's temple in the year 70 AD. Both wow. temples got destroyed yeah, on this date. That's amazing. The 9th of Av is believed to be the date that the Bar Kokhba revolt was crushed in the year 132 AD and that the Romans killed 100,000 Jews during that event. Wow. The 9th of Av, in the very next year, 133 AD, the Romans ploughed the site of the temple area, putting salt all over it so that nothing would grow, making it a desolation. Mm. Uh, the 9th of Av, in the year 1096 AD, the very first crusade began in which the crusaders killed 10,000 Jews in the first month and they destroyed Jewish communities in both France and the Rhineland, in Germany. The 9th of Av, in the year 1290 AD, Jews were expelled from England. In, uh, on the 9th of Av, 1492 AD, the Jews were expelled from Spain. On the eve of Tisha B'Av, in 1942, the mass deportation of Jews began from the Warsaw Ghetto and they were all transported to Treblinka Death Camp, 
run by the Nazis, mm. most of them were murdered. Yeah, that's amazing. So this, the history of yeah. this particular date is pretty savage yeah. in Jewish history. You understand why it becomes an anniversary of sorrow and, and sadness. It's really, really sad, really, really sad date. And and I, I tell you, every year that the 9th of Av comes around, it's like the Jewish people hold their breath. They're thinking, yeah. what's going to happen this year? Understandably. Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of having to deal with... The, the understanding that throughout their history there has been attempt after attempt after attempt after attempt to wipe them out, to destroy them, to harm them. And uh, it, you could kind of think, well, if it just happened once, you know, well, you know, let's get over it. But we're talking about something that happens has happened again and again and again and again. So this particular date is loaded with a huge number of sorrows. And um, there's only one other day in the Jewish calendar that is more solemn than this particular date, and that is when they celebrate the Day of Atonement. That is one of the mandatory festivals or feasts of the Lord. So other than the Day of Atonement, this is probably the most solemn and serious day within the Hebrew calendar. Now, some of the people, uh, some people have described the 9th of Av as being the equivalent of 9-11 that the American people um, suffered, except for the fact that 9-11 happened only once. Yeah. And, and every year, you know, Americans mm. all around the world and especially in the United States, they remember that tragedy of 9-11 and so they should. It was catastrophe. Yeah. But even that doesn't compare to what the Jewish people have experienced repeatedly, you know. Uh, so there is a tradition among some, and I can't, I actually can't, don't know how to confirm this. I looked, but I couldn't find it. And that is that it's believed that on the ninth of Av, that was the day that God refused to allow the old generation of Israelites to enter the Promised Land because they doubted. And, oh, right. And that's actually a, a tradition that comes from a midrash, part of Jewish literature, which is not. Inspired, it's not the Bible, but there's a quote in there by R. Yohanan who wrote, "That night was the ninth of Av. The Holy One, blessed be He, said to them, 'You have wept without cause. Therefore, I will set this day aside for a weeping throughout the generations to come.'" And so it is true mm. that from if the, if that's true, that was the date, the ninth of Av. Then this has been an ongoing date yeah. of sorrow for the Jewish people. They, you know, every single year they commemorate. Uh, this particular day, but mourning uh, throughout the month of Av goes right back to millennia, even to Zechariah. And if you read Zechariah 7, verses 3 to 10, it, there you have this commemoration where God says you, you have to remember to mourn on this day. You know, you know how there's lots and lots of times in Scripture where God did something wonderful and he says, put up a remembrance. Mm, yeah. Don't ever forget the good things that God has done. But it, it's also the same with the sad things. There has to be a remembrance. And again, a lot there's, Jewish people get a lot of criticism, especially when it comes to Holocaust remembrance. They say, why don't you just yep. get over it, stop harping yeah, on it, it's on. in the past, move on. The Jewish people have learned that when somebody says, we want to kill you, they believe them mm. because that has that attempt has happened so many times, they don't take it. For granted anymore, the Iranians keep saying we're going to wipe you off the face of the earth, and so Israel says we're taking notice. Yeah, fair enough. The rest of the world says, "Hey, just make a deal," and Israel's going, "Not on your life." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Been down this road before. Yeah. Uh, so you know, for those of us who believe in Jesus, we have to kind of say, "Well, what what is the point of learning about Tisha B'Av?" Because there's got to be some take home for us. Otherwise, all we have done is gained a little bit of information. There's got to be. 
there's got to be some take mm. home for us. More than just a history lesson. More than just a history lesson, yeah. You know, in 1 Peter 2, 5 to 6 and verse 9, you know, we read that we are living stones. We don't really have time to read all of this whole passage, but we're living stones, this temple. You know, we just learned about when the two temples were destroyed and it then becomes almost impossible for the Jews to fulfill their obligations according to the law of Moses without the temple sacrifice being able to be fulfilled. So therefore, Judaism became this a religion of works. They had to kind of adapt mm. it. But we are the living stones in this temple that cannot actually be destroyed with hands. And of course, we know that this temple is is in Christ. He is the, the head of the church. He is this the, the king of our souls. He is our redeemer. And he's making this living temple, this living entity of worship before the whole world. And it's also important to understand that, so that's never going to be destroyed as God builds up his own people in, in this particular way and he's going to establish his kingdom. But when it comes to the sorrow, when it comes to these this ongoing hatred or animosity, this hostility that the Jewish people have experienced, we as God's people are grafted into the commonwealth of Israel, have to understand that because God loves the Jewish people, the world hates the Jewish people. Because we belong to Jesus and love Jesus and the world hates Jesus, therefore the world is going to hate us. And in the same way that the Jewish people have to reconcile their past and the hostility that they constantly live under because they are a chosen people, not because they're better, just because God decided to choose them, we have to understand and accept the, expect the same kind of Thing the world is not going to love us. It's not going to accept us. And if the world's, if Jesus said that the world hates us, guess what? It hates us. It hates him. And we just have to understand that we're pilgrims passing through. But we have a savior. We have a Messiah who's made a covenant with us, just like he's made a covenant with his people. And that's never going to be, you know, overthrown or destroyed. It's going to last forever. And that's where our security is. But let's never forget what. Let's never forget the milestones, good and bad, mm. as they unfold. And I guess it's a good opportunity to be praying for the Jews at this time as well because they will be suffering that the sorrow and, I guess, remembering those sad times at this particular point of, of the fact, year. In fact, I would say it's probably essential to pray for them now because they're in that attitude of real reflection and it's an opportunity for God to reveal the Messiah to them. Well, next time on Foundations, we're going to continue learning why the Hebrew foundations of Christianity are so important for believers in Jesus today. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.